A cult leader was found mummified and dressed in Christmas lights. A Massachusetts man used a fraudulent PPP loan to buy an alpaca farm. And a Japanese firm installed vending machines that sell nothing but edible insects. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I record in a closet. I'm having fun. A cult leader was found mummified and wrapped in Christmas lights. Seven people with suspected ties to the Love Has One cult are facing charges after the body of their religious leader was found at a house in Colorado. Any of you heard of the Love Has One cult? Uh, you know, when you start a cult called Love Has One and then they murder you, I don't think Love Has One. <laughs> I think you lost. The name of the leader is Amy Carlson, age 45. She was known by her followers as Mother God. Oh, Mother God. She was found dead in a home in the small town of Moffat on Wednesday, according to arrest affidavits. These people are charged with abuse of a corpse. What? Is that abuse of a corpse? Putting Christmas lights around it? That sounds like a lovely thing to do with a corpse. You know, it's celebrating the life of this individual. Abuse of a corpse? Corpse is just like burying it in the ground forever and ever. Ew. No, I want to be wrapped in Christmas lights and placed in your living room. That's what I want. <laughs> That's celebration. The remains of Amy Carlson, also known as Mother God, were found in the back bedroom lying on a bed wrapped in what appeared to be a sleeping bag. What appeared to be glitter tie makeup was found around the woman's eyes. The body was decorated with Christmas tree lights and appeared to be set up in some sort of shrine. According to the Love Has One Facebook page, their glorious Mother God leader has ascended. She has either left the earth on a spaceship or she's disappeared through an ocean portal. I don't know what an ocean portal is, and they don't say what it is on the Facebook page. I'm guessing it's like the Bermuda Triangle where ships and planes just disappear. Ocean portals, you know, where cult leaders go to die. Uh, there's always a spaceship involved with the cult. Why is that? It's like Scientology has a spaceship theme. And hail bop, do you remember those people? They cut off their genitals and waited for the spaceship to come. I guess you got to just always incorporate a spaceship into your theology. I don't know how you get mixed up in cults. I guess yeah, friends are hard to come by wherever you're living, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've had times in my life where I was struggling to make friends, but I never thought to myself, oh, okay, I'll pretend the earth is flat and that a lizard person just handed me my coffee so that I have somebody to talk to at the end of the day. A quick Google search of the Love Has One cult has brought to me some of their beliefs. It says here they're a group based on the ascension of the planet Earth. They focused on astrology, weather patterns, and medicine. It says their main form of work is the Gaia's whole healing essential. They offer many types of healing modalities. The group sells vitamin supplements. <laughs> just, this is just a, a pyramid scheme to sell vitamin supplements. <laughs> What's going on? Okay, enough here. Enough. A Massachusetts pizza shop owner used a fraudulent PPP loan to buy an alpaca farm in Vermont. <laughs> this is an insane title of a story. 
I'm giving you a full-on Boston accent for this one, baby. You know how we do it over here on Weird AF News, where your host is from Massachusetts. The owner of a Massachusetts pizza parlor lied about the number of employees he had in order to obtain more than $660,000 in federal coronavirus relief funds and then used the money to buy an alpaca farm in Vermont. (laughs) That's a strange investment. Is there a lot of money in alpaca farms? I had no idea this was what you should do with your money. I was thinking about crypto, but I should be investing in alpacas apparently. Dana McIntyre, age 57, was arrested Tuesday and charged with wire fraud and money laundering, according to a statement from the U.S. Attorney's Office in Boston. He's scheduled to appear remotely in court. Uh, McIntyre, who formerly lived in Beverly and Essex, Mass. Ooh, Beverly, Mass. I stayed there for a little bit. McIntyre was the owner of Rasta Pasta Pizzeria. <laughs> Rasta Pasta. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's hilarious. Let me guess. Bob Marley music was playing. I'm sorry, Bob Marley music was playing on a loop inside Rasta Pasta Pizzeria. You go in there to get your pie, and it's like, Rasta man, don't give up. Could you be love? I shot the sheriff. No woman, no cry. Redemption songs. Three little birds. <laughs> Steer it up. Boom, boom. Now everywhere is war. I just that was an amazing Bob Marley medley right there. Just by the way, McIntyre. By the way, do you guys know that the last name McIntyre? Let me just go off on a little tangent here. This is the second tangent after the Bob Marley one. But uh, Joey McIntyre, very famous Bostonian, a member of New Kids on the Block. Do you guys know that? I'm wondering if this guy's related to Joey uh, Dan McIntyre. Where was I? Oh, Dan applied for the PPP loan program. In his application, he falsified an official tax form and claimed the pizza shop had 50 employees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rasta Pasta has 50 employees. Are you out of your mind? You just got to look at the name of this pizza shop and you're like, no, nah, this is a hole in the wall. Rasta Pasta. This ain't no Pizzeria Uno, bro. Or Papa Gino's. You guys got Papa Gino's? Or is that just like a New England thing? Records indicate... Rasta Pasta had less than 10 employees. (laughs) After getting the loan, he sold Rasta Pasta Pizza Shop and used the money to purchase and upgrade a farm in Vermont and buy several alpacas. He also bought vehicles, including a 1950 Hudson, and bought weekly airtime for a cryptocurrency-themed radio show that he hosted. What is this? Cryptocurrency-themed radio show. This sounds like a much better idea than an alpaca farm. And a much better idea than lying to the feds about the size of your pizza shop. Oh, this guy's looking to face 40 years in prison. Almost a million dollars in fines. I'm glad I like it when they crack down on these PPP scams because so many people were just taking this money and buying Lamborghinis like that guy in Florida did. What he should have done was taken that PPP money and expanded upon the Rasta Pasta Pizza Shop. Partnered up with a a weed dispensary and offer weed and pizza. It's the Rasta pasta smoke and pizza shop together. You get high and you have some pepperoni. A vending machine that sells nothing but edible insects. Mm. This is in Japan, home 
of the strangest vending machines in the world. I can tell you from experience. I've been there. I've seen these weird vending machines. You can get dog treats, women's underwear. Well, this vending machine offers insects and only insects for snacking convenience. It was recently installed in Nagasaki Prefecture. The machine sells a very fine range of deep fried or dried crickets, grasshoppers, and other insects. Ooh, a whole potpourri of delicious edible insects. It's at a roadside market and a rest stop in the Nagasaki Prefecture town of Harado. It's very popular. This vending machine has been well-received, partly due to its novelty. It sells nine kinds of bugs, including locusts, yum, silkworm chrysalises, ooh, delightful, diving beetles, oh, scrumptious, and cicadas, oh, my favorite. (laughs) I just did a story about cicadas, within which I mentioned cicada kebabs. I just love how that sounds. Guys, you want to order some cicada kebabs? Just like imagine a skewer with like seven cicadas on it, alternating between cicada, onion, cicada, tomato, cicada, pepper, cicada, onion. (laughs) Cicada kebabs. You heard it here first, guys. Don't be stealing my business plan. All these bugs in the vending machine are bottled and refrigerated. That seems strange. Uh... Their prices range from 600 to 1,000 yen, which is five to nine bucks. The company is called Art Studio Wow. They claim that these buggy tidbits taste like they've been freshly fried if heated up. Well, how are you going to heat them up if you're buying them at a vending machine at a rest stop, bro? Do you think we just carry microwaves in our pocket? It says they're planning on expanding its, the in, insect offerings beyond this lineup in the very near future. Ooh, cool. Are you going to add some spiders and roaches? My fave. This is the third insect-only vending machine installed by Art Studio Wow. They have one in Sasebo and another in Omura. The company president says, We'd like to keep spreading our uniqueness to the rest of Japan. What about the world, bro? Don't let this hold you back. Although I don't know if the rest of the world would be comfortable eating insects out of a vending machine. Seems like a stretch. I'm like uncomfortable eating meat out of a vending machine. I'm like, whoa, not doing meat. I'll do ice cream. But I'm not doing. Insects is where I draw the line. It says this year the company's online shop won second prize for best business plan contest with the theme of regional revitalization through edible insects. They're really supporting the move to eating insects in Japan here, it seems. That seems all right. I mean, they eat some weird shit over there. Why not eat insects, too? Would you guys eat insects out of a vending machine? Very curious. Uh, Call the show. Let me know how you feel about this. Are you even offended by this? Anybody in Japan? I don't think I have any Japanese listeners. My number, 646-450-2012. Hit me. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Weird AF News. Without you, where would we be? I would just be a guy recording in a closet to nobody. I want to give a shout out to Orville Banks Jr., who's been a fan of the show for quite some time. Orville sent me some nice articles uh, this morning, which I found very helpful for recording the show. So big shout out to Orville. He also wrote me a nice email. It says, bro, I listen to your stuff every day as best as possible. Sometimes I forget if I had already listened to it once and turned to listen to it again a few days later than I remember about three quarters of the way through. But I'm too high 
to realize that I already listened to it. LOL. <laughs> Take care. We'll speak soon. And then he wrote, kind regards. <laughs> That's great. I just love that. He's just so polite, Orville. So polite. Kind regards to you too, sir. Top of the morning to you, sir. Uh, you guys can send me articles and write me nice emails if you'd like, or even mean emails, to funnyjones at gmail.com. Yeah, that's my email. Or you can uh, reach out to me on the social medias at funnyjones on Twitter, at funnyjones on Instagram, and it's Comedian Jonesy on Facebook. Also, I have a website, weirdafnews.com. Check that out. You can also join the Patreon if you would like to uh, support the show. You can go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. I posted some things this week, like a uh, a pretty funny review. I made a review video of something weird that I had the other day. And then I put up some strange articles as well that I thought uh, were pretty fascinating. And I thought that the patrons would enjoy that. And I've gotten some good feedback. So we're doing some cool shit in there, guys. So join the Patreon. Check it out. You can also get there through my website, weirdafnews.com. If you would like to uh, call the show, the number six four six four five zero twenty twelve anytime. If any of the stories resonated with you, and as always, I'd appreciate it if you'd like to, um, if you want to do something for the show that doesn't cost anything, you can leave me a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or Amazon. Thank you so much, and we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>